When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. On the Ladbroke Spring Breakfast, first things first. Now, just for people at home, we have a WhatsApp group and we put them all in last night. And what did you, what was your first things first that you tried to put in last night that no one bit? Well, it's very hot and humid in Qatar. Um, and I thought, you know, you folks might send back the laughing emoji or nothing. Is there anything worse when you're sitting on the couch at home giggling to yourself thinking you've actually nailed a gag and then all of a sudden you just get donuts? Well, that's why I woke up quite early this morning and pinged mine through it. And, and mine's a simple one. I know that you mm-hmm. talked a little bit about it yesterday on SCN Track. Um, Snowy Clark wrote an article, but um, on the 6th of February next year, Darren Weir's four-year suspension is over, his disqualification. Is the racing industry um, prepared to, to welcome him back into the fold? And um, I think yes. You know, you, four years is a, is a really strong penalty. I think it made a real statement. And he served that well. He hasn't kicked and screamed. He's hardly been heard from. Um, good people make mistakes and they don't need to have to... They're going to live with it for the rest of their life, but they shouldn't be punished for the rest of their lives. And I'll throw some examples at you of more recently. So James Hurd, everyone's saying how fantastic that he's back, you know, applying for AFL jobs and no-one's begrudging him. David Warner, you know, he's, he's a guy that people were speaking about maybe being the next captain of the T20. That's how, how quickly um, they have forgotten. Shana Jack, the swimmer, she went over and competed for Australia in, in the Olympic Games last year. Um, Australians like redemption stories, and I, I think you know, he could be one of them. James McDonald as well. Mm-hmm. Jay Mac. Um, he's come back from 18 months and never been in better form. And, and it's almost like it's forgotten, you know. So I get that, Brown Dog. Um, being a New South Welshman, I probably hadn't followed the case strongly enough or as closely as what other people had. And I guess the, the natural way of thinking was, you know, pen him for life, pen him for life. But... I've got a lot of respect for him as a trainer, Darren Weir. I don't know him personally, but I've got a lot of respect for him as a trainer. And coming down here to Victoria, the respect that he has from a lot of different people in the industry, whether it's owners, connections, you walk down the street and see someone, they've raced the horse with Darren Weir. Um, He's got a strong following, so I think if the time's up, he still has to apply Mm -hmm. for his licence. And I think as an industry, we have to back... Jamie Steer and his team to make the right call. Uh, at the end of the day, I'm not a steward, neither are you, know, you guys. He'll ultimately make the right call for our industry because he's made a lot of good calls over the years. Jamie Steer, he's very experienced, he knows what he's doing. Um, and I think as an industry, we'll back what he makes, you know, what, what call he makes. And I think I think he will come back, mm-hmm. but... Um, he's not going to have the, the, the stable, the massive stable no. like he did. <clears throat> he's got a, his daughter that, that trains... Maybe a little partnership there, a little boutique stable with 20, 30 horses. Uh, you know, I, I think you'll struggle to keep it to 20 or 30. The amount of support, Brown Dog, like they're just... Yeah, I know. That article but, that Damien Radcliffe 
wrote in the age a couple of weeks ago, suggests that all the big owners are ready to, to jump back in with him. Now, they are, yeah. you got thoughts, Quinny, before I... Look, the people that want to see him back the most, I think, is the Warnable Racing Club, mm. because the bull just hasn't been the same without him. He made that. He was the heart and soul. He had a million runners, and he'd be at the track. He'd train three or four or five winners. Then he'd go to the pub. So everyone that went down to Warnable, how'd you go? Yeah, I backed this of Weary's. I backed this at Roots. And I saw Weary at the pub and had a chat, and he was just such a salt-of-the-earth man, and everyone loves him in that area. Now, obviously, he's made mistakes, and we know that he's got a few things to get through before he's allowed back and we probably want to hear from him a little bit maybe show a little bit of remorse but I'd love to see him back and hopefully the racing community does welcome him back but the thing I can't wait to see is what will happen if we does come back and gets bigger and bigger with the Mar Eustace team because mm. a lot of those big owners jump from weird to Mar Eustace and Mar Eustace has been absolutely amazing and as well and Waller yep. do they pivot back or is there another big monster, which wouldn't be a bad thing as well, because then we can see three really big stables going at it. I think it probably affects Mar Eustace a little bit more just with that Victorian connection. Um, probably not so much Chris, because you know, I guess Flemington's probably that little bit more of a satellite stable. But look, it still will affect, because we're talking a lot of those major owners cross over the three. Yep. Um, so I think it does. So I guess it, it depends on how big Darren's going to become, where he's going to be based. Um, let's keep in mind as well that Mar Eustace is going to really expand into New South Wales and try and challenge Waller and you know, a few of the other main stables up there. Are as you well. worried? So, I'm not worried, no. Um, <laughs> not worried? Jeez. No, I don't mean it. No, no, it's I don't good mean to have no. confidence. I just yeah. have confidence. No, geez, Waller team dismisses challenge I from Mar Eustace. I wouldn't poke the bear. Look, yeah. I've, I've, I've got ownership in one horse, and it's with uh, it's with Kieran Mars. So, so you don't have to. Does Christopher <laughs> John know about yeah, this? I'm not sure he does. <laughs> but, but do you know what I mean? I think I think if they're going to expand it to New South Wales, is that Victoria might be taking care of itself anyway? Like they they would they would know what's going on. So, I it's, interesting. Uh, it's a great point. Though. I spoke about this yesterday on SCN yes. Jack. I think the racing industry will no doubt accept him back. Right? I think the decision will be made. There'll be a raft of restrictions on him. I think the big question right now is selling it to the public. Because the perception is that, okay, he did these things. And a lot of people probably on the outside looking in are unaware that a lot of charges got dropped as well, okay? Yeah. So when the, when the rap sheet come out and the rumours and innuendo, there was this massive long list, everyone's like, ah, oh, he's done all that. And that's traditionally how, unfortunately, life sometimes works, right? So they're going to have to sell it. I think the racing industry will welcome him back. I think they're going to have to sell it to the public. If you look at the health and welfare of the horses, the, the, the Race of Victoria, you know, the vet checks based around the internationals, they are number one priority. And it well and truly should be. So that's how people look at Darren Weir from outside the industry. And you said it. I said this yesterday. Snowy Clark wrote that article. He spoke for him on, on SN Track and he's been doing the rounds a little bit. And I'm not suggesting that what Snowy Clark is saying is incorrect. Not at all. But let's hear from Darren Weir. We haven't heard from him in four years. If he's legitimately remorseful, he's legitimately passionate about getting back into the game and helping you know, himself and his, his daughter and... and, 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 and repairing that very shattered image, let's hear from him. Let's hear from him and let's look him in the eye, be it on SCN Track or Racing.com or RSN. There's a lot of different platforms nowadays where he could speak in a somewhat controlled setting and the public can see this man who they lost all faith in actually is remorseful for the stuff that he did. I guess that's my concern as well, Cam, and probably a lot of people's concerns is that we've worked so hard as an industry probably through that period. Yeah. Not, by no fault of Darren's, it's just purely by you know the, chance, uh, the, the timing of it is that We've worked so hard, like the Melbourne Cup thing, we, we went through obviously the ABC documentary, there's been a lot of different yeah. things, um, Racing Victoria have done a great job as well as all the other governing bodies as well, you know, Racing New South Wales have purchased a lot of farms, we've, we've tried to you know, 
pull the image up of racing and, and, and really show that to the public. So I guess you're right in the sense that that's who we need to, to prove it to, I guess, is, is the general public. Yeah, that's a big question. And I guess the, the other thing is with him speaking is that since he's disqualified at the moment, I don't know, but I would have to think that he's probably being advised not to and and physically can't. Well, what's the upside in um, doing an interview now where there's still so much hanging over his head? No, but that's the thing, right? So much of hanging over his head. I'm not saying he just bobs up, but he'd have these... Com- if he's having these conversations about coming back, at some point a conversation has happened or will happen with Race Victoria via Darren Weir or someone for him. And he would say, look, this is how it kind of sits. Because I think the racing industry as a whole would be like, yeah, you come back in. It's the public setting. And when you are a high-profile anything, like, you know, you talk about... On the periphery, you know, I might only bet once a year or only every now and then. These people who might have sent him a... He, he was a massive high-profile trainer. He's linked to one of the greatest Melbourne Cup stories of all time by being the trainer of Prince of Pentan. So there are a lot of non-hardcore racing fans who knew Darren Weir who wouldn't know a lot of other trainers. So that's where it is. You're right. He probably hasn't been able to speak due to disqualification. But if it ends in three months' time, yeah, those conversations have to be happening in some yeah. regard. Make it racing.com. All right, so Racing Victoria, racing.com, of course. The, there you go. Look, you, we want to see what you want to have to say. Sit down with, I don't know how you But do as it, a but business, would you do it before you've got your licence approved? Or would yeah, you do no. it between when it's finished and then you're in the process? Yeah, but like, they can't. You yeah, can't so I don't think the they could approve his licence without getting some type of uh, temperature from the public. I don't, right? I don't think you need to <clears throat> coattail to the public. If, well, if he goes through all the legalities and they want to welcome him back, the public perception is something alternative that, yes, you need to manage, but it shouldn't dictate the decision. While I don't disagree in 99.9% of, of that particular theory, I think in this case, how horse racing and how they don't want to be seen, how the exact reason you spoke about, Dan, from the public, they've got to be very careful. They just hand out a licence to this guy, then all of a sudden he starts talking again. They're like, what, this guy's back? Like, legitimately, if they give him a licence, he doesn't have to win the public back over. Because he's already got all the big-time owners who are jumping back on with him anyway. It is... I agree. It is very... It's a fine balancing You think this act. is a bit of breadcrumbs at the moment? Just sort of put the breadcrumbs in stories and just sort of gauge the 100%. But I have no doubt that Jamie Steer and his team at Racing Victoria would have a plan in place about if they are going to approve him. I mean, they have to take it as it comes. So if their licence application comes in, they'll then obviously have a plan. But you'd have to think over this you know, four-year period is that for him to come back, they've probably got something in place to think, yeah. how are we going to play this the best way yeah, you know, for all different reasons. And it's, as you said, the public yep. and you know, the actual application, when does he talk, when does he not? So, as I said, I think they'll make the right call. I think he'll come back. I think he'll become big again. I just don't know if he'll become as big. But I just can't see how he's going to limit his stable to 20 or 30. Sure, sure. I think he's... He'll be... Once the momentum starts to roll yeah. and you get caught yeah. up in winning and great things are happening on track, then yeah. all of a sudden it grows. I, I, I will say this as well. You're right. Thank you. Because it is getting drip-fed to, to people because for this exact reason, if the, if the application hasn't come yet, it's, it's about to. It's like when Blake Sheehan just got leaked out that, oh, if he keeps getting suspended, he's going to go to New South Wales. Like, <laughs> great PR. You just leak that out to someone and then I think it was Ben Dorries writes the article. Next thing you know, Blake Sheehan just rolls back and rides more winners and he, he might find himself in less hot water. Too smart.